0: So today we carry on in our series, 111 Hours, and really the idea we looked last week at how regularly in the New Testament the Bible tells us to make the most of our days, to to fill our days and our hours with the kind of things that are intentional around the life Jesus has for us. And 111 Hours essentially is how many hours in a week every single one of us has, Um, if you take away our sleeping hours and sitting here for an hour on a Sunday. We have 111 hours every week to make the most of our days and who we spend time with and the work we do and the calling God has for us and our family and neighborhoods and all that. And so we are looking at how to be intentional around these sort of things. Before I speak today... um, Candace um, and Verna uh, are and their boys are a lovely family in our community they they're leading a laugh group and last week Candace um, came and shared a picture and a word that she had had before she knew what was happening in the series and it's such a lovely way to kick us off so Candace thanks for sticking around for another service and for sharing uh, with us your word and picture thanks
1: Hi everyone. So on Friday the 13th, like we've had a busy holiday with family, and I finally decided to sit down and just see what the year, you know, where I want this year to go and those sort of things. And um, I wasn't feeling particularly spiritual or anything like that, so I literally started with a list of to do's, like paint the barge boards. Um, and eventually I. I got something for myself and that, okay, I would like to achieve this this year. And then suddenly God dropped the word intentional into my heart. And then I just started writing and he said, Seek God's kingdom, intentionally achieve things, make things, and create things. Through being intentional, time will begin to work for you and not you working for time. No more being deceived by the spirit of distraction. It's the time to really start seeking his kingdom and having his kingdom come down to earth. Manifesting his kingdom here. Now is the time. This is the hour of change, the change we have been waiting for. And then after I had those words, I got like this picture of a pocket watch. I don't know if you can, I mean, I'm not the best artist. And it was this golden pocket watch, and it had these chains, these links, and that. but they had broken. And on the watch, the time was 11.11, 11, and um, I got the word, the chain of time has been broken. And I just felt that, like, the more we intentionally seek his kingdom the more we will no longer be bound by this time, where we don't have enough time in the day to achieve this and this and this. Because when we're in the spirit, you're actually out of time. So we'll be less chained by time. And then I thought it was quite ironic that we started this series with 111 minutes, and I kind of drew a very similar picture of the image that the church was using. Yeah. So it was confirmation for me. Why don't you give a
0: hand? Yeah, well done. And um, thank you for you guys for always being at prayer meetings and just you know, praying for our church. I mean, it's such a lovely thing to have that as the engine room of our church. Um, if you missed last week, uh, we kind of started off with this idea of trying to picture a different life where the things that we're giving ourselves to week in and week out are the right things. The kingdom building, full of life, full of joy kind of things because we don't want to be wasting our times and we don't want to, like we looked at in Matthew chapter 6, be giving ourselves over to things that are actually thieves of time. So um, Jesus says beautifully, you know, you can't add a single hour to your day by spending time in anxiety or in fear or in anger or these things that are time thieves. And so we started last week. If you missed it, you can catch up on a podcast. But today we want to look at, I suppose, one of the ingredients that I would say if there were two things that are going to primarily define where we find ourselves in five or ten years' time. Um, Number one is, of course, the work of Jesus in our lives, the closest of the Spirit, uh, God's Word becoming defining. So His work in our life is, of course, number one. But probably the number two thing, the thing that's going to be so defining is um, who we choose to spend our time with, the kind of people that we are surrounding ourselves with. Um, And so I wonder, uh, Christy and I had the experience this week of sending our little boy off to school for the first time. Did anyone else have that, either in new school or first day at school? Give me a little wave. Okay, a couple of us. All right, so you know. As parents, like, your prayer life is active in that week, right? Because you're like, man, this teacher needs to be so encouraging and so on. honored. The assistants need to be great. And you're really, really hoping that they're not going to be in, like, a horrible class. They're going to be in a nice class. Um, I don't know if it means that, um, you know, all the horrible kids end up in one class or maybe there's no such thing as horrible kids. I don't know how it works. But you're going, this is going to be defining, right? The next three, four, five years of this little youngsters' lives, I just want them surrounded by good people who are going to pull the best out of them, who are going to encourage them. And we know that for our kids, that we pray that and aim at it for our kids, and if we see something wrong, we'll go do something about it. But it's not very dissimilar for us as adults. If you want to know the trajectory of the kind of dreams you're going to be having, the conversations, the hope, the expectation, the confidence, then the very next thing after giving ourselves to Jesus is going, God, would you help me surround myself with the right kind of people? It's really defining to us to be surrounded by a people of faith, a people of joy, a people of hope, and a people of love. And so the writer of Hebrews connects these two uh, dots really nicely for us. Uh, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19. He says, Therefore, Olive Tree Church, it doesn't say that, but I've paraphrased. Therefore, Olive Tree Church, we have great confidence to be able to enter the holy place, the presence of Jesus, because of the blood of Christ by this new and living way that he's opened for us through tearing the curtain. That is through his flesh on the cross. Jesus has made a way for us to confidently enter his presence. And because we've got such a great high priest and pastor over our church, over the house of God, we can draw near to him with a true heart and full assurance of faith with our hearts being sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. He's starting here by going, guys, we can confidently step into a new kind of life with Jesus. But then he's going, because we have that confidence, because we have that access, here's the two instructions about how to fill our lives with intentionality. First of all, let's hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for the one who makes promises to us is faithful. Hold on to hope. As you see evil surrounding you, hold on to confidence as you see doubt all around us. But then the second instruction is this. Let us consider together how to stir one another up towards outbursts of love and good deeds. Isn't that beautiful? Are you considering how we can stir each other up towards outbursts of love and towards good deeds? Don't neglect to meet together as is the habit of some. Don't neglect to meet together as the habit of some, but get together encouraging one another, and even more so as you see the day of evil approaching. I want us to wrap up a little bit in about 25 minutes time with an intentional prayer going, God, would you help me to see the kind of people that, that you've put around me and the kind of people that you want me to surround myself with? And then secondly, would you... Help us to be an open door, open hearted kind of people that God might surprise you with bringing some people into your life that he's calling you to be an encouragement to. But I thought... I can't think of a better way to share this message than by talking to someone, a family or a couple of people who have lived this out really well over the last little while in the life of this church. Um, and there's a really good reason that you're going to be listening to me speaking to him and interview him over um, the screen and, and not in person, and we'll explain that in a second. But um, once you turn your eyes here. I am the very hot-looking pastor, and he is the other guy in front of a cupboard. All right, so watch this for the next little while.
2: Hello, John Heron. Yeah.
0: So we are um, in week two of this series called 111 Hours. And I suppose the big idea is um, this constant theme that we see in scripture of God going, you know, make the best use of your time, fill your days and your hours with the things that matter. And so we kicked off last week looking at um, seeking first the kingdom uh, and all else will be given to us and, and not kind of wasting our hours on things like anxiety and fear and anger that actually spill over. And, uh, you know, Jesus says beautifully in Matthew 6, they don't add any hours or minutes to your life. So let's not focus on those things. Um, And we're chatting today in the week that's looking at how the people we choose to spend our time with, our community that we intentionally choose has such a big impact on the quality of the hours that we have and the kind of life that we want to live and um, I'm chatting to you guys and uh, you know I suppose you're here representing your family representing Mel and the kids um, uh, as well and the part of the reason is I've so appreciated in the last year of getting to know you guys just and hearing stories about how people chat about you and that without blowing any smoke like the, a real appreciation for the way you guys live in Community and uh, really seem to intentionally choose um, at work and in church with um, serving kids' church, uh, hosting life group in your home, and all that. You've made a choice or a few choices somewhere along the way about how you live in community. And so I want to drill down to that in a, in a minute, but first. I suppose we should explain to people why we chatting over Zoom and recording the meeting as opposed to chatting in person in the church where everybody's listening to this. And that's a little bit because the Herons have had a very recent big new direction, new chapter from God. So can you start there and just tell us a little bit about where you are and what time it is and how that all happened? And we'll go from there.
2: Yeah, no, we've, uh, well, Mel and the the boys arrived yesterday. I've been here a week, but um, as you know, I'm I'm in Sydney and accepted a, a new job opportunity um, in the same industry that I, I was working in in SA. And, uh, yeah, it came as a bit of a, a whirlwind. I think probably a, a few months ago, maybe, uh, Mel and I started uh, just praying about uh, what would be next career-wise for me. I'd been traveling a, a hell of a lot mm. uh, up to that point, really enjoying my role. Had been in the same role for, for three years, but just, just wondering what was next. Uh, but really at the early phase of that and, and just committing it to prayer and, uh, started putting some feelers out a, as a very early start. Um, and yeah, one thing led to another. The next thing there was a, was, was a job offer, uh, through a colleague, an old colleague that I'd worked with in Oz uh, once upon a time. And, uh, and, and yeah, here we, here we are. We had sort of two months to move um and really felt god's hand involved in many of those those steps which seemed impossible and mm. um and here we are now so it's uh it's quite nerve-wracking to be honest um actually still sort of uh looking around me wondering you know when the holiday will finish but realizing okay. that it's not a holiday yeah, <laughs> unfortunately uh but yeah uh, here we are and 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 really praying and hoping that that god's hand is uh very much upon us as we into a scary but very new chapter in in our lives there
0: oh that's great it's been cool hearing know, chatting to you hearing some of the like I guess mini miracles of God's hand and how many of those doors had to open and the sequence and the speed at which had to happen And, and just to say I suppose um yeah my sense is that God's completely in it and and we're really excited for you guys as well as being really sad to say goodbye to a family that we love and care about and And we've been amazing contributors in our story. But um, yeah, man, just praying that, like you said, that this would be such a continuation of God's obvious hand in your guys' lives and over your family and your faith and and the way you live out. Um, And so I suppose this is a little bit of a, a fond farewell moment. We're saying cheers to you today, although I hope we get to stay in touch. We'll definitely, you know, stay with fondness in our hearts. We would have loved to do it in person, but it's happened super quickly. Um, but we just, yeah, we want to say we send you guys with all our best and and praying for your family over there in your new chapter. Um, thanks, and keen, keen to hear how God will <clears throat> keep using the, you, I think, the way he has used you so much um, because of the way you guys make yourselves available to him. And so I suppose uh, we're looking back a little bit today on, I think, what you described as a beautiful, great 10-year chapter. Um when it comes to kind of the decisions you guys have made as a family and in church and, and faith community, like, will you talk to us a little bit about like how you view living lives in community and what it's meant for, for you guys, as you look back on this last season at Olive Tree and, 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 and KZN and all that.
2: Sure. Sure. So, uh, you know, and, and, and thinking back, I mean, it, it, uh, we've been at Olive Tree for, for ten years, roughly. We, we got, we had been living in Oz for a while um, got back and back to SA, um and had grown up in a Westville church, and in Westville, and then and then found ourselves up the hill in a new environment. Back after five six years, um, and and started looking around for a new church. And and actually, I, you know, you talk about community. I remember it's the it's it's the funny the things that um that that will will make you return to a church. But I remember, and and if Brass watches this remember meeting bryce in the in the toddler's area and and just uh, his uh, friendliness and and uh um concern about us rearriving and 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 what have you mm. um and after that struck up a friendship with with uh with with him and 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 full and the family and it's been yeah ten ten years that have flashed past but i think community starts with with relationships. Mm. um and and that certainly was our story at at olive tree um and it started with with uh, you know we're not social Mel Mel and myself um we never have been um but we have made such meaningful friendships uh and mm. and had meaningful relationships in in olive tree family um which has been fantastic and then and then the next step from there is just a a conviction to to serve you know and and that came very quickly, shortly after that and, and got involved in, in kids church. Um, and, and there was another community. Uh, mm-hmm. it was an opportunity to meet people who were serving in, in kids church as well, that I wouldn't have met traditionally because they, you know, perhaps were, were older than me. Um, and, and then some of the kids younger than me and the parents of those kids when they, mm-hmm. they came to pick up uh, children. Okay. So, so I think serving, um, within a community is important for for yeah. so many reasons I think one of them is is for connection and a, and a sense of connection to a church Um. secondly I think you know I think it's it's you know when Jesus talks about delivering us peace he's talking about you know putting putting on a yoke his yoke with mm-hmm. him and that to me is an image of, of serving with him mm-hmm. and and I'm, I'm perhaps not reading the me- metaphor entirely right but for me that has always been um been a big part of of community in a church is getting stuck in um, mm-hmm. and and not feeling guilty for not not being uh, or going through a season where you you may be not as um, as involved as as you may in another season sure. uh, but but to find a, a space uh, to to serve uh, whatever whatever the service might be um, and and I think community flows from that uh, in in whichever area it is the likelihood of you forming connections uh, is, is far greater. And like I said, if you're not a natural socialite, and I'm not, and, and neither is Mel, it was a wonderful opportunity for us in, in in home group. And that was something that also started with Bryce, funnily enough, mm-hmm. and then blossomed from there. And we, we, we've we got a, a, a home group that is incredibly special to us now um, that we may not have met had we not mm-hmm. stepped out um, in, in in terms of trying to 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 run one, and um, yeah, as a result, I, I can't I can't tell you what a blessing it's been to us. in each step of that serving, uh, it it's been it's paid back tenfold. Um, not that's while we great. did it, but uh, amazing how it, it works out that way.
0: Yeah, that's great, Brian. I, I suppose I will definitely speak on behalf of the kids at Kids Church and and some of the community and life group that you guys will be really missed. Just in our story, like thank you for the hours of service and the, you know, days of opening your doors and and getting stuck in and, and well done to you guys. Um, and I suppose maybe uh, if you're going to embellish a little bit, like over 10 years of of friendship with people that, and I love how you said it, sometimes it's people that it's obvious and sometimes it's and getting together of people that you only meet because you are stepping out there and choosing to be in church and, and, and serving in that. But you, I would imagine in a decade, experience some of life's very big highs and some of life's very big lows. Um, maybe just a thought or two or a story or two around like community in those different seasons and what it's meant for, for you guys, you know?
2: Yeah, I, th- I think, you know, it's, it's been special from our home group point of view um, to be involved in, in really what's felt like a family, you know, in, mm-hmm. in good times and bad times. Uh, we've with, with our home group and, and, and um, with, with special friends like the the Deckers um, have experienced exactly that. The, the, the life's highs and lows. Um in a journey that that we've really pulled each other towards back towards um spiritual truth sometimes, you know, when mm-hmm. when some of the knocks and, and some of the, the high moments can can easily pull you away from from a, a focus on God. Um and I you know I I think of of, of time as well, you know and I mean the length of time that uh, we were at olive tree I, I remember um, praying for things and seeing that prayer answered with mm. with friends sure. and and uh, that can be taken for granted uh, wow. but if you if you if you think about uh, if you think back and you, you think about some of those moments and, and you uh, deliberately tell yourself i'm not going to take it for granted the, the amount of um, amount of miracles that have happened in 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 that space for us has been has been amazing and and also just the when when it hasn't been a miracle to be honest and and there's been health bad health involved just the 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 power that uh that comfort has meant to us Mm -hmm. you know where we've had a a bit of a family health issue or something like that Uh, to have people who sincerely care who um who understand our faith and and you are praying into mm-hmm. a challenge that we're going through is is what life's about in in yeah. my mind you know yeah, absolutely um, bro it's 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 what the walk is the, the walk what makes the walk of life uh with with walking at. yeah so it's, it's... so that's uh, i suppose it's been a you know i i point to to one or two things uh, Matt. but it's it's sometimes difficult with with some of those moments um without getting emotional. But uh, yeah. I, what I can say is that from a community point of view, uh, Mo and I have been incredibly fortunate to be praying for people um, through through hard seasons and great seasons and to have that prayer um, in, in our own lives when we've needed it. Yeah, um, that's cool, to feel bro. loved and to love. man. Amazing, eh? I, I don't think there's much better than that.
0: Yeah, for sure. And often in these things, try and imagine, I mean, you've been great at reaching out to me and some seasons of family stuff and going, the first thing is, hey, with tears in your eyes, I want you to know we care and love you guys. And secondly, can we be praying? And I think it's so cool to receive it and keep passing it on. And trying to imagine doing that outside of knowing Jesus and outside of, to be honest, being a little bit like wrapped up by Jesus' church and by community in those moments feels so impossibly hard and so yeah like I love that you guys have got to experience it in community and I suppose if you don't mind um, looking around the room there's a, a couple of hundred people here across the two services at the start of 2023 you can't see them but they're all looking at you um, if you had like a little encouragement or provocation to them as they start the year making decisions about how they spend their time and who are the people that I'm leaning into and surrounding myself with like do you have any kind of Thoughts, challenges, encouragements for for these lovely, good looking people sitting here in forty degree heat this morning.
2: Beautiful people, I'm sure.
0: Amen. Some beautiful. <laughs>
2: Matt, uh, I would say, yeah, some beautiful in their in their hearts. Though, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. But but uh, Matt, I'd say I, I think prayer. Uh, you know, whenever I've had, and and with any of these things, I, I find particularly relational things uh, and issues is there's, there's no textbook that will will show you what to do and 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 how to do it um, it often unfortunately boils down to to wisdom and um, and praying for wisdom mm-hmm. uh, and 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 for me setting out into this year it's a very new phase for us um, that's that's what we really find ourselves spending a lot of time doing is you know praying that 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 God would um, would Give us courage to, uh, to to move into relationships that um, perhaps um, we're, we're nervous to to ignite. Mm-hmm. Um, that he might lead us in, in directions which would give us a great opportunity to serve him, and then to um, and to bravely follow those. and, and if the, if those doors close, that's fine. But but I think to to start with prayer and then follow it with action um, mm-hmm. is important. And then when you take the action, not to be, oh well, you see it didn't work. I'm never going to uh, try again. Um, sure. No, you know. And I think particularly, uh, like I said, with relational matters and issues, and mm. and when it's not natural for you and it's not natural for us, as I mentioned, um, I think I think you would be surprised at at how God can can guide and lead you very naturally into spaces when you. When you're willing to serve um, and you put a bit of pride aside, um, it's it's uh, it's amazing the the sort of direction things can turn. Uh, so that would be my encouragement to the church: pray and then and then get get and in, get into action mindset and give it a crack.
0: Yeah, I love that, bro. so I just shielded my mic There's a big heavy concrete truck coming past. but I love that. Um, yeah, that starting point of I guess when we pray, we're looking to the perfect one as the imperfect ones going I have a whole lot of things that I need or I'm worried about and yeah particularly that that encouragement of it's going to be imperfect people trying to engage with imperfect people with a perfect God in the middle um Jesus doesn't need second chances but but we all do hey? we all need to be a little bit patient and mm-hmm. kind of each other um especially I think when you're knitting together with new people that have also joined when it's people that have different you know backgrounds and pain and stuff that they're trying to figure out um so yeah that's that's super, bro. Um, and uh, kind of bringing it into a little bit of a, a landing, there's some hints there of what we can be praying for you guys as, uh, you know, people who've been in our story for a decade. Um, uh, we'll pray for wisdom for you guys in this season. We'll pray for courage around relationships. We'll pray for family health. Um, is there anything else specific that we can kind of be, you know, asking for for Team Heron um, in the next little while? Yeah,
2: I think... I think um a church, you know, a, a church family and, and church friends. Um, yeah, that would be that would be critical for us. I think a lot can can stem from that um, and grow grow out of that. So but and that's uh, maybe another message to the church is you, you take elements like uh, like church and an olive tree has always been wonderful at creating opportunities to serve. So I can commend, you know, the leadership of the church for that. Um. It's not always easy to find that you know a church that that embraces that doesn't make you feel guilty if you you're not going to do mm-hmm. everything, um, but encourages you to 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 try and try again and what have you. Um, I think that's it's a wonderful thing about Olive Tree and it's it's something that I already miss um, knowing that that I'm not there. Um, but yeah, to find a, a similar church and a a, a church that will. Um, will become our, our our new spiritual family as well would be top of the list for me. And then, and then just for my kids, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's always a parent's concern that they'll yeah. go to new school and find friends and um, find the right influences and and not struggle too much, you know, need a struggle in life. But <laughs> as a parent, hope that they, they do well. Yeah, so that my okay. children and, and the church, yeah, I that's
0: think, right? great. That's great, bro. And for their faith and growth and all that as well. Um, I suppose my big heart and hope would be that you're looking back in, you know, 2033 on another decade of amazing relationships and community of faith and miracles and prayers answered and comfort where they're not answered. Like, I, I believe that for you guys. Um, in this next little while and especially going to be praying that your kids don't grow up to be um, Australian sports supporters. I think that's a real big protection <laughs> prayer. we want to put everything now? Um, yeah, we will. We're going to be praying for that. We, we miss, we're we going to miss you guys, but thank you for just modeling so much of what I'm hoping our church is going to catch more and more um, as they go into this year, as we kind of work through this series. Um, any last thoughts, prayers, cheers? Um, I'm sure you're going to I want to half five a couple of people over the screen, but yeah. Any yeah, last pills? just
2: a big a big a big cheers and a call out to to my home group to say we love you guys and we love mm-hmm. the church and um, we're praying for for you Matt and, and your family um, Thank you bro and yeah uh, I just uh, I pray that uh, God's richest blessings will be upon this church and that' a uh, great community will thrive there um, in Jesus name eh? so yeah all the best.
0: Thank you, bro. I appreciate you guys a lot. And love to the family. Cheers, eh? Cool. Well done, John. It's deeply uncomfortable watching yourself on a screen for uh, 20 minutes, just so you know. Um, But I wonder if you can try and... uh, I don't know how much you enjoy doing this, but try and fix your mind on 10 years' time. So now it's January 2033. Um, Hopefully everyone's still here, um, but 10 years older. And what would it look like to ask the question, man, that last decade... Felt like we felt so much love and we loved others well. Like a decade of being able to look back at healthy relationships where you sowed well, where you were loved well by others and you felt it, and then you were like, hey, we felt, I, I love the way you said it, to feel loved and to be able to love others is one of the great privileges of life. Um, the ingredients I think we need, maybe for you that feels like a miraculous far away away, maybe for you it feels like something that's quite close. But choosing intentionally who we surround ourselves with and being open to the kind of people that God might send our way to be a blessing to, to be a generous and encouragement to, I think our simple prayers that can really swing things around quite incredibly and powerfully. So I'm going to pray and ask us to do that and ask God to highlight people, and then we'll um, carry on with our days. So, so let's pray. Jesus, I thank you that we can... Confidently enter your presence, we can know you because you've made a way by your blood on the cross, by the sacrifice that you gave. And so, Jesus, our decision this morning is to hold firmly to the confidence that we have in you, to not be thrown about, to not waver from that confidence. And secondly, Christ, we choose to not neglect meeting together but instead to encourage one another, to be encouragers of one another towards outbursts of your love and toward good deeds on earth. And God, would you help us to fan that into flame? Would you help us to be that kind of community that so intentionally chooses the kind of people that we love and are loved by? And right now, Christ, I pray that you would drop into the minds and hearts of every person here a few people, that you're going to call them to be encouragers of, that you're going to call them to be praying for. God, would you highlight right now a few faces and a few names that you're longing for us to give a call to, drop a message to, invite over for a meal, join a group of? God, we want to be so intentional about surrounding ourselves with a community of faith that encourages and that comforts and that prays together and that sharpens. And God, we don't just want to pray about it, Lord. We want to do something. As John provoked us, God, we want to go out and make decisions that make our lives look different. And lastly, God, we pray that we would be a people with open doors and open hearts to the kind of people that you maybe want to surprise us with, that we weren't necessarily looking out for, but that you're going to bring into our path or have already brought into our path, that you're calling us to be great encouragers of and great comforters of and extenders of grace towards. Lord, where it seems like for so many of us, the enemy has maybe robbed us of quality, Christ-filled relationships in the last couple of years. God, would you start to replenish and replace? Lord, would you build us and knit us into communities that love and care for one another? And would you help us to be prayers for others and to go out and to make decisions, even this week, Lord, that look a little bit differently about our relationships? We pray for the power and grace and kindness of Jesus to flood through us and to work through us this week in your beautiful name. Amen.